0: Nothing. And I mean, nothing is enough for the woke. Nothing is enough for these people. And it's starting to get really old, starting to get older than Hugh Hefner's ball sack. May he rest in peace, starting to get old. And you know what? It's becoming so predictable and I'm bored. I'm bored by you, the woke. Cause you're just so damn predictable. And you know what? Because I'm bored by you, because I have no boyfriend to break up with a la Ariana Grande. I'm going to let it out in this special Saturday sexual as usual app. Let's start. Let's start with the story. And, and I, and this all pertains to Caitlyn Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner running for governor. Okay. This story starts a year and a half ago unbeknownst to you a year and a half ago when Taylor me, when I interviewed her, yes, Caitlyn Jenner her running for governor just revolves around me. Okay. I'm like the woke it's my world and you're just living in it No, Okay. So a year and a half ago, I interviewed Caitlyn and for better or worse, I will never forget it. It is in the depths of my soul and my memories. Why? Because she stormed off on me like NASCAR taking away, zipping into the night and leaving me in her dust to eat it and sit and reminisce and have an existential crisis. So here's what happened. We're in this big, like, sceny, artsy warehouse celebrating the fashion line, Alice and Olivia, which happens to be one of my faves. And I was, like, tapped out at that point in the evening when she shows up, okay? Because I had, number one, if you girls, if you know, you know, Alice and Olivia, yeah, it's the shit. I'm not even, like, that big of a fashion gal, but if you know, you know. So I already interviewed the designer, Stacy, who happens to be toy with Caitlin. And I also at that point had already interviewed Paris Jackson, Michael Jackson's daughter in the kitchen. I'm not kidding in the kitchen. Like we're there and there's guys tossing pizza dough on our heads right next to us. Okay. So at that point I'm tapped out. and I'm also like, Caitlyn Jenner is not going to like sit here and talk to me. Okay. She has like better things to do like storm off on other people. No. Okay. So she shows up and it's that moment. Like, I don't know if you guys have spent, if if you've been around a celebrity, even if it's like If you bump into them at like an airport or something, right? The air is different because you know that everybody is looking at them. So Caitlyn Jenner walks in and that's exactly what happens. And this is like a packed warehouse. Like the music is bumping. The pizza is being passed. There's these like blow up dolls all around that. Like literally my ears are bleeding. I don't know what's going on. It's like Coachella, that hallucinogenic shit that people, LA artsy people like. Okay. You can only imagine. So that's what it's like. Crowd of sea of people. I'm sweating. And she walks in and you could tell everyone's like nonchalantly looking with their drink, right? Like trying to look at her be like, oh, that's, that's Caitlyn Jenner and her partner, Sophia. Like the the public is intrigued. They want to know. Well, little did I know again, I'm sitting there sipping my lemonade. I'm like, there's no way there's no way. Wow. And I was there for a tabloid. Okay. The publicist comes up to me, parts the sea of people like Moses. And she's like, Caitlyn would love to talk to you. And even the friend I was with at the time, who was another reporter looks at me and they're like, what? I'm like. Come again. What? Cause mentally I was checked out at that point. I was not prepared. Okay. Next thing I know, she comes up to me again. Like everyone is looking at her and I'm thinking to myself, like all eyes are on me. Everyone's looking at her and she is right up in my, in my business talking to me. Number one, she's literally Mount Rushmore and I'm an Oompa Loomba, So I'm like basically inadvertently motorboating her. Okay. By no fault of my own, but also I'm like talking to her right to shooting the shit about the event whatever and i'm like i can't even concentrate because i'm like oh my god i am a centimeter away from these infamous tits and the whole body i mean let's be honest you this is the most high profile trans person, right? Everybody is wanting to know like what's going on under there. The whole reconstruction configure, right? These body parts, the whole stitch. like you were a dude in the Olympics and now this is happening and popping and like, oh my God. And I'm right next to those boobs literally could blink, breathe, stare at them. And I just was thinking that the whole time. I was like listening to her and checked out being like, those are her nipples. I could motorboat if I wanted, but you know what? I could have I could have I wonder what have made her more angry me straight up motorboating her while by the way Sophia her partner who's another a young uh, trans woman I think about my age was next to her the whole time so what would piss her off more me straight up being like you know what, I'm gonna take this opportunity I'm gonna run for it I'm gonna go for it straight up motorboating this lady or asking her a question she didn't like oddly enough I think asking her the question she didn't like got her more pissed Okay. I think she would have been more receptive to the former. So I end up asking her because I'm there for a tabloid. And at the time, I'm not going to get you into the weeds, but she had some like a strange shiz with her son, Brody Jenner, who was going through marital problems. Right. So not only is he going through this stuff, but they're not talking. And naturally, the tabloid I'm with wants to know the deeds, which, like, how fun for me. What a circus. So I ask her something in my Rico Suave way, which is like, to kind of like a roundabout way to try to get her to talk about it. And we're having a nice conversation up until this point. I'm not going to lie, despite the fact that I was transfixed on these boobs on my nose. And she's, I say to her, I'm like, you know, you've been in the public eye for a long time. You're a champ, especially when it comes to navigating hard relationships. Any advice for Brody at this time? Well, she storms off. If there was a vine, she would have swung out like Tarzan, okay? Because she literally, Looks up all Mount Rushmore of her looks up from that altitude and just walks away from me, walks away from me right into the party. And even Sophia, her partner was like, I'm so sorry. She looks at me and she's like, like apologetically, I'm so sorry. what just happened?" Like shrugs and kind of scurries away. Cause even she knew like that was not okay. And I was pissed. I was like, the audacity, I'm sorry. You were on the cover of a Wheaties box. You have been famous since the land before time. And you don't know how to deal with a reporter with a question that you don't like, unacceptable. Like who just walks I've dealt with my fair share, but who just like straight up walks away from somebody? Rude, 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 not okay. You know what, with all that said though, here's my come to Jesus moment or Moses will stay on theme. Here's my, here's my thing. I find out yesterday on Friday that she's running for governor of California. And you know what? I ain't mad. I'm not even mad at it. And I know you're like, Taylor, what, how is that lobotomy treating you today? What do you mean? Cause you know, I'm all about like, why are celebrities going to try to like intervene, uh, like politically, socially tell us what to do, like, stop it. Okay. I'm going to get into this today because I ain't mad at it. I'm not. So here's what she said yesterday, okay? She comes out and she basically says, California is worth fighting for. Now, if you need me to reiterate how much of a dumpster fire shit tank California is right now, I will. But luckily, I have a whole episode for that on the LA exodus and leaving. And yeah, you can thank Gavin Newsom. You know what? Like, honestly, at this point, I would rather have a toaster strudel running that state than this man. Okay. I personally understand it. I understand what she says. She's like, I came here 40 years ago with like the promise of the golden state and I'll ever like living the American dream. And I did that. Like, I picked up and left the tri state with just the, the hope of getting stormed off on by celebs and a nickel in my pocket. Not really, but you know, okay. Picked up and moved to LA knowing nothing, knowing nobody, just like holding on to that dream. So I get, just cheesy as it is, I get what she's saying. And she's basically saying like, thank you, Gavin Newsom for setting it on fire. So she says, number one, she's like, I've been a compassionate disruptor my whole life. The compassionate thing, girl, you weren't compassionate to me that night, a year and a half ago. Let's hope you can get better at your interviewing skills with a Z, but nonetheless, okay. She talks about how detrimental Gavin Newsom's like shutdowns were, right? I've talked about this before. All the small businesses that have gone under, kids not being able to go to school, the high taxes, which by the way, like who in their right mind is like, I love paying high taxes. It is my favorite hobby. No, stop, stop. You need to get out more. Okay. Enough. So she also says she says the one party, which I agree with her with this. She says the one party rule places, which has gone on in California, places politics over progress and special interests over people. She wants to, I'm I'm paraphrasing, but she says she wants to offer a road back, back a roadmap back to prosperity, a clean up Newsom's mess. Basically, um, California is worth fighting for, and she says this is Gavin Newsom's. Gavin Newsom is the current governor of California. Okay, this is Gavin Newsom's California, where he orders us to stay home but goes out to dinner with his lobbyist friends. Now, I want a sidebar on this because I think that it's really important that people get this right. Because I think people brush what happened under the rug, and they're like, "Oh, well, he's human." Like, no, Gavin Newsom and his shitty ass leadership. Playing off to his little ding dong there. I think he just got so power hungry. People ask me all the time. They're like, do you think because California was so restrictive the whole year during COVID, like the whole time, no restaurants open, no gyms, no nothing. People were like, what, what the hell is going on over there? I always joke like you could literally barely go outside to get your mail. I'm not kidding. I was kicked off the beach. The patrol came around and they were like, ma'am, we're going to have to escort you. They're closing the beaches now. I was escorted off the beach. I was escorted by a park ranger off of an overlook. I'm not kidding. They were barely like, you cannot walk your dog. And if you do, you must wear a helmet. Like, I'm serious. It was that extensive. And it's like, really, really for this guy, for this guy to go get pedicures while drinking Aperol spritzes? And they always ask me, like, do you think that he really believes it? Do you think that it's just feeding into his own power? And honestly, I think that it's both. I think he he, he said it so much to the point where he believed, like, we have to stay in. It's the right thing to do. And just like, like I said, jerking off to his little peewee of his own power, right? But he destroyed so many people's lives. I mean, there are people who had it much worse than I did. I picked up and left everything. It dismantled everything. After everything that I had built, I, I couldn't stay there. I was like, what, what am I going to say? Number one, the aforementioned taxes out the wazoo number two, like as much fun as I had having a homeless man, make me pancakes and waffles every morning in my apartment. I just ha- ultimately had to be like, listen, it's a nice gesture, but could you please escort yourself out and be on your way? Like enough. Uh, it's insane. The fact that Gavin Newsom went out to a luxurious, you guys probably heard the French laundry. It was a big scandal because he was caught, which what a brain would get caught when his entire state is shut down and suffering would get caught getting wined and dined with croissants and champagne a la mode. Okay. What kind of idiot would get caught? And this is why I get annoyed when people brush it off, because it's like, no, he destroyed so many people's lives. And number one, like clearly doesn't even believe the rules he's setting in or he wouldn't have done it. So, no, I don't think that it's OK. It's not just like, oh, sorry, he stuck out getting dominoes after. No. He was having a good ass time inside, no mass. And do you know how many people and livelihoods and businesses, say war's lives, were destroyed because they weren't offered the opportunity or the privilege to do that? So no, Gavin Newsom, you're still very much on my hook, you little poop head. So she talks about all this. And honestly, I am not mad at it. I'm not mad. And it seems like she really is like coming from this like populous like for the people point of view right which is like you messed our shit up and so now we're taking revenge no but about things that matter like all the things i just listed and she's like this ain't cool this not okay so i'm gonna step in and do something now you might be like taylor taylor stop drinking sleepy joe sleepy time tea and get with it because you're the one who tells us like who are celebrities to talk to us about politics and social issues, et cetera, et cetera. But here's the difference. Okay. I got to give some props, not only because she's here to like dismantle the shitty ass establishment, which like, what are they doing for us? You guys, you guys know I'm down for taking these efforts down. Like by establishment was nice knowing you, what are they doing for us? We are in like the worst, most tense time of modern history, the most divide, the most like anxiety. We're in like the worst state in every which way. Okay. I'm not going to get into all the reasons because I think, you know, and I'm not going to send you into a a spiral of despair. So what are they doing for us? Like why? So I'm down. I'm down for anyone who's seeing this. You guys know, I think both sides are corrupt and it's like sweep it clean. Like, like let's power to the people power to the puss. Even if that puss is a, you know, surgically created one by doctors. Okay. I'm down. And there's a difference to me too, of celebrities who I think that many people's eyes were open to this during the pandemic. Like to me, there's such a difference of celebrities who are like, guys, like stay home. It's the right thing to do. Like number one, Number one, Mariah, Madonna, I don't know another M, but it's fine. We'll figure it out. It's not the same. Stop. How dare you? How literally, how dare you tell me to just like stay home? We're in it together. It was the most repulsive thing. We all know this, right? Because we are not in the same circumstances and let's be clear and let's be real. These people had all the means during this whole time. So when they're sitting here being like, stay home, it's the right thing to do. Number one, like viscerally, it's obnoxious because we're like, oh, okay, like your mansion is looking really good with my binoculars. But it's also like they had the means to do whatever they wanted. So we know in that time, Cardi B, all these people were still getting their manicures, getting their hairs done, maybe traveling on the low with private jets, going on vacations, being in these huge ass houses, right? Getting wine and dine, probably still having their chefs. Did I mention their huge estates? That's different than the four walls of your parents' house. So it's not the same. Like, just stop. So that really bothers me when they try to be, like, relatable and preachy because it's like, no. But I have to say, there is a difference when they actually, like, get in there and get their hands dirty and are about something. And to me, I got to give props to this. Like, again, she was Godzilla and I was an aunt in this scenario of our interaction. But still. I can respect the fact that she's like, you know what? I'm not just going to sit here bitching and moaning about it. I have a platform and I'm going to actually do something about it. Like I give, I give respect. I give props. And you know, I would come across this a lot. I've been thinking about this. Like when my whole site talked to me, Taylor, when I'd go out with the selfie stick thing, this is what made me think of this too. Like the whole thing of how much do celebs chime in? Cause I did an ep on this recently. I got a pitch the other day on email for a, former bachelor star, a woman who I've interviewed before to promote her new shoe line. And respectfully, I told the publicist, like, given that she's talking about shoes, I don't think it's like the best fit for this platform. Cancel me, baby. But, you know, have a nice day, you know? And I used to think, I thought about it. And in Hollywood, it would really bug me when celebrities would just be like, I feel like now we're in a really weird situation and I've kind of said this before, like, can they do the right thing? Right. But I used to get really irritated way before COVID when they would just be promoting like stupid fluff stuff. Like they only want to talk about their bubble gum line or their shoe or their eye glitter. Like I'd be like, oh my God, I, yet again, this is a the theme of today. I'm bored. Despite the fact that we, like I said, this has been like a peeling back of the curtain for many of us regarding the celebrity world and how they just like, do not live the same lives as us and are on the rings of Saturn. I do find it really interesting and compelling when they talk about issues in a way that we would, cause it shows us who they really are and where they're at with things. That's, that's different to me than being like, guys, like stay home and do this. Like we're in it together. Like, stop it, Sarah stop i don't know who sarah is but you know what i'm sarah is the embodiment and the personification of all these people telling us what to do like stop it and i've been thinking about this a lot and now i'm like you know what because of the state we're in and the cancel culture and the woke nothing is enough for them which i'm getting to i've said this before but like no how high profile person is going to want to talk about anything substantial or interesting And do we want that? Like, are we putting them in a corner where all we're gonna get is pitches for them to talk about their new DSW line, you know? Bored, 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 bored. So this is to me, it's like, I'm gonna get into like I've asked the question, can they win? Well, guess what? I'm getting into that. I'm diving, I'm swan diving into that shit in my Oscars episode coming out this Tuesday. Okay, because there is a way that they can. They can, in fact, win, besides preaching to us like the holier than now freaking king of the castle that they think they are. There is a way that they can win. One of them is I think doing this, like actually getting involved and walking the walk and getting your hands dirty. I ain't mad. But sadly, the woke narrative always prevails. It always prevails. And this is like, we're seeing this again right now. So let me give you a little bit of a backstory because Caitlyn Jenner is on the right she has like, she said that she, I think she said that she was for Trump, but then she later denounced him because she said that she wasn't happy with his trans policies. And she's like, I was wrong about him. Okay. So she has denounced him still not enough for the woke, which by the way, cause they all say they're like, oh, she once supported Trump. You know what? Get a grip too bad. You know what guys? I'm sorry. If you're on the woke people, not everyone voted for who you voted for. Hello. Good morning. Remember 50% of the country get over it. Sorry. They didn't vote who you voted for. Get a grip. She doesn't have to vote who you like. Okay. So that's number one. So Here's what I mean. So when we found out about this, my best friend said to me, he's like, "Wow, like the woke is probably going to be stoked, right? Woke so right." And I'm like, that, you know, this is such a like progressive thing, like such a the most prominent trans person running for office. And I said to him, I was like, it's not going to be enough. And in my mind at the time, I was like, I don't think it's cuz I heard this when I was in Hollywood. I was like, I don't think it's going to be enough because even then before she was all political it still wasn't enough because people were like oh she doesn't really get the trans experience like she's so privileged and she's so wealthy and she can afford all these surgeries and procedures and what have you right so in my head I was like they're probably gonna pull that card and on top of it it's like the Trump thing right so yet again nothing is enough which you would think they'd be like woohoo first trans person rejoicing cheerleader yay rah rah but no So number one, Equality California tweeted this yesterday. They said, make no mistake, we can't wait to elect a trans governor of California, but Caitlin spent years telling LGBTQ community to trust Trump. We saw how that turned out. Now she wants us to trust her, hard pass. Okay, nothing's enough. Now let's talk about like other celebs and the media because... I thought I was like, you know what? The woke mainstream media is going to have a tough time going after this one because it is like, what what are they going to do? Go after a trans woman, like trans trans, like the whole trans dialogue is all the rage right now. So you bet your butt they're not going to find themselves being like, oh, fuck this person. You know what I mean? They're just not. They're going to like tiptoe around it and try to be polite as possible, I thought. I thought, well, when you see the write-ups like New York Magazine, stuff like that, that's how they kind of were. Like they would make their little digs, but they would try to be polite because it's like, right, you guys know you're woke. You can't be going after a prominent trans girl right now. You got to be, you got to be hyping it up like a cheerleader. No, but no. Number one, you have Joy Behar. I think she's on The View or something and she's like well-known for being on the left. And she's like such a ball buster, no pun intended, or maybe but she literally like she's talking about it and she keeps referring to her, Caitlyn Jenner as he like on purpose. She's like he this he that right sticking it to her. And then at the end, she's like, I'm sorry if I offended anyone by using the wrong po- pronouns. I just like I didn't get much sleep last night or something like, OK, Joy, you tried. You tried. But then we also have like a slew of celebrities attacking her. Right. Again, I'm like, do you guys not have amnesia? Like, what happened to when Caitlyn Jenner was the most groundbreaking, trailblazing figure coming out as this, like, as this trans woman? And you guys were all plotting it. I remember at the time I interviewed Judith Light from... I think she's in Transparent or was in Transparent. I was still in New York at the time and I interviewed her at the Tonys and it was right when Caitlyn Jenner's like historic Vanity Fair cover came out. Remember, it was called Call Me Caitlyn. And I'll never, number one, I'll never forget where I was. When I saw it, I was working in Times Square at the Tarot building because I was working at VH1 at the time. And I'll never forget it. Like, I saw it and I just was like, I saw it on my computer. I was there in my semi cubicle and I just was like, oh my God, it's happening. Like, I feel like it's one of those moments where like almost everyone knows like where they were. Remember her Diane Sawyer interview? I remember watching it with my mom being like transfixed in the Twilight Zone. It's just that kind of groundbreaking shit where you're like, I can't believe I'm watching this right now. And it's like kind of like crazy for our minds to wrap around, right? So anyway, I interviewed Judith light at the Tony's and she was like applauding it. And she's like, and she's like part of the woke brigade too, these days. And she was like, I think anything to, to show your true authentic self is the way to go. You know, I could probably find it if it's online, but I'm paraphrasing. Right. And it's like, right. You guys, she was like, you're all-star And now all of a sudden, like you turn around, this is what I mean with woke amnesia, right? Because it's not what you like. Again, nothing is enough for the woke. So here are some tweets. So Alyssa Milano tweeted this whole thing being like, hell no. Um, Kathy Griffin made a dig at her. I don't know if you guys remember, but Caitlyn Jenner got in a car accident and I think it killed somebody. And in her her campaign photo, it's her driving in a car in, in California. And Kathy Griffin says... Caitlyn driving a car was not the best choice for the campaign photo, right? And then she wrote rip to the person who died, I think. Um, MSNBC's Dory Reed was critical, all these things. And this is what I mean, where it's like nothing is enough, okay? Nothing is enough for these people. Number one, she has denounced Trump. And number two, like people are pissed. I'm just gonna do a sidebar quickly on this trans thing because I know that I've talked about it before. But people are pissed because- On the right, they're trying to exclude, like make it harder for trans women to play in women's sports. Also for kids to be getting hormone therapy, all of this stuff, right? And I just want to say, and that's why like people like Alyssa Milano, Joy Reid, Joy Behar, like this is why that they're all pissed. Because they're like, how are you part of this party, which is like doing all this to people like you. And I just want to say, this is what I mean where it's like, you think like us or bail, because you don't have to agree with everything that they're saying. You know what, just because Caitlyn Jenner's trans and she's an athlete, by the way, she doesn't have to think that trans women should play in women's sports. She doesn't have to think that six, seven, eight-year-olds should be getting hormones in their bodies. That- Will change them forever and is irreversible. I'm sorry. Like, you don't, and there's no room for like nuance or being an Im- imaginative or conversation, right? She doesn't have to think all of these things. So, automatically, they're like, oh, you're a horrible, bad person because this party's doing this and you're associated with this party. And you know what? She's denounced Trump. So, maybe what, give her a chance. Maybe when she's in there, she'll actually like change something or bring her experience to it and put in some policies and do something about it from her, given her experience. but. No, we don't even give anyone the chance anymore. And I just want to say too, Blair White. I've interviewed her before, and I played it. She's a prominent trans woman. Uh, she's a YouTuber, and I played the clip of her before when I was talking to her about like, of course, playing with each other's boobs, like the huge. And I was like, "When do you feel sexiest?" And she's like, "When I'm with my boyfriend, like naked, a little tipsy." That's the one she has said before. She's like the things I just mentioned, like children, hormones, all this thing. She's like, that's child abuse. And this is a proud trans woman. So I'm saying like, why are we just going to like make someone go away and silence them? Because it's like, you don't think this, which by the way, like, is this the right way? And as far far as the sports thing, I mean, I've talked about that before. I, I don't think that's right. I am all for trans people having their rights. How I'm even saying Caitlyn Jenner stomped on me like king kong and i still would be down to have her in office i'm clearly all for trans people trans right living your truth but just because you're soul and you feel like a different sex physically is that fair to young girls and people who are built differently again why can't we be a little creative maybe we create trans leagues you know but people are so up in arms like oh you don't want to let trans women play with young girls it's like um Okay, maybe we take a beat or be a little creative, but no. So already like she's getting shit on. Okay. We also saw this, and this proves my point yet again that nothing is enough for them. So Matthew McConaughey, he's another one. I hope he runs. He's looking, maybe it's the same kind of thing as Caitlin, bubbling up to run for governor of his home state, Texas. And he has called himself an aggressive. centrist, aggressively centrist. Okay. But this is what I mean where nothing is. And he's same thing as Caitlin. Like he literally is seeing how corrupt and disgusting our current system is. And yet again, let me say it, bring down the establishment. They blow, bring them down. I'm down for it. Like populist movement. Let's go. He literally said politics is a broken business. So here's what I mean. He was on Russell Brand's podcast a couple months ago and he was critical of both sides. Okay. He talked about how intolerant and patronizing the left is um, like Hollywood liberals are to people who aren't like them. Right. So people like conservatives and at the time, and still I agree with him, you guys, I saw it firsthand. I'm not kidding. I would be in these like galas and you would have people like Kathy Griffin, whoever, like getting on stage, being like, Orange man bad. And they'd all be like, oh, like cheering. And I'd be like, oh my God, no one is hearing you outside of the Beverly Wilshire. You guys like nobody. It would be like if you guys who were in my 1984 book club, you know, it really like reading it, it reminded me of when they would have like the hate parties with Big Brother. Like they would have the hate thing and all just scream. And like it's almost like at, at, at the enemy, right? And like they didn't even know why, or they would just get so wrapped up in it and this like collective herd group thing screaming at the bad guy. Right. That's like what it was like. So I feel like he's right. I've seen it. I've seen it. They assume that you think a certain way. Okay. And he also, but he also was critical of the right. It was right around the election. And he was like, the right is as delusional thinking Trump the election was stolen as the left was when Trump won. They're both as delusional. Right. So I actually think that he's more like on the left, if he were to run so he, given that he calls out both sides again, let me say it again the motto of today, not enough for the woke. He ends up getting slammed, slammed on Twitter, getting called like an extremist, getting called like, you know, he always goes, all right, all right, all right, getting called outright, all outright, all, all, right, all right. Nothing is enough. It's like, oh, I see. You can't even like call out both sides and be in the middle and you're still labeled an extremist nothing is enough i actually met matthew mcconaughey as well and for those of you in california it was on or in la specifically again if you know you know it was on the universal city walk i know a hot summer day only matthew mcconaughey could bring me into that situation okay and it was for the movie it was for the premiere of kubo in the two strings and to this day while it was a brief interaction very much of a contrast of call me Kate Matthew McConaughey is one that really sticks out in my mind because he's this mega mega A-list superstar and the press line is so long with so many reporters and it's hot as hell it's humid and everybody already goes into the premiere It had already started and you know what Matthew McConaughey did he stopped even though it was for one question one question each he stopped and talked to every single Reporter there, every single one. So I got, I'll show you a little picture, and you can tell we're like deep in thought. I got my question with Matthew McConaughey and I thought that was so cool. I'm like, he didn't have to do this. Well, he did. I think celebrities have an obligation to do that, but many of them blow it off and like leave us in their tumbleweed, right? Even though we're promoting their project. And he realized that kind of like the John Travolta story, I may or may not have told you, I'll save it for another day, but realized, like you guys are all here for me. I'm going to stop and talk to every single one of you. And he did to the very last person, even though the premiere had already started. And on top of it, we got into this like whole existential deep. I forgot what I asked him, but something deep about life. And he gave me such a like reflective, thoughtful answer, which you can even see in this brief moment of time in the picture. So I always appreciated him. I don't know how it'll translate to being a government official. Obviously better at interviewing skills than Kate. Okay. But I appreciated that, that he really took the time to be so thorough and thoughtful and talk to every single person. I thought that was really, really cool. And it kind of does reflect what he has said about possibly running because he's hinted, like he said, I think I have a lot of like experience and life advice, something like I have not life advice. This isn't Oprah, but he said something like I have a lot to ideas and things that experience that I could offer in terms of like being in the politics world, you know? So again, I'm not mad. As I wrap this today, I want you to bring your, bring your minds in a time portal back to when Caitlyn Jenner's infamous coming out was released, whether it be the Barbara Walters interview. Remember when she took her hair down and how everyone was just like, like, I think the whole like country just like, like gasped at once or the vanity fair, the iconic, I am Kate call me Caitlyn. I think it was called right. And how it was like praise, like no tomorrow praise, like no tomorrow. And suddenly this icon overnight Because of where she stands. We don't even know. We don't even know all the things she, like I said, she may or may not bring into fruition or bring forth to the table. We don't even know. But just merely by association, they're already making her into some like anti-hero. Guys, she was your hero five seconds ago. Trampling you or not, she was. Nothing is enough for these people. And I have to say, whether it be Matthew McConaughey, whether it be Caitlyn Jenner, if these people want to use their their power and their status. To look at what's going on and see how sick and corrupt it is and be like, no, no, I'm not digging it. I'm actually going to do something about this and tear down that establishment without boxes. Both of these people, right? Quit confining them to boxes. Oh, Matthew McConaughey is extremist. Oh, Caitlyn Jenner is extremist. When reality, they're both like, F this shit. You guys are blowing at this job right now. You had one job, people, and you're blowing it this is what was so eye-opening to me too because the woke is all about moving forward and progressing and i'm kind of like after seeing this how it's played out so far with caitlin and matthew mcconaughey i'm like you guys are awfully stuck to like old ways and like the set in stone establishment for people who are supposedly so like forward thinking help me understand so if they want to come in and take down this establishment and stick it to the man and stick it to big brother you know what honey